0: Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, re-attracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be looking at Surprising Unconscious Connections. Between things. Yeah. You know, one of the things that is important for you guys to understand about relationships is the unconscious connections we have with other people. Mm -hmm. Because while we may seem like we are completely individual of other people and and autonomous
1: and functioning autonomously
0: we're really not
1: no we're really not and
0: our connections with other people are incredibly powerful and it stays in our unconscious Mm -hmm. and the messages we've gotten from our family especially our caregivers are going to impact how we treat our partners right so it's really important that you understand this Because when you're in a relationship, you gotta understand your partner is gonna be having a huge impact by their friends and their family, mostly family.
1: Mostly family.
0: Right? And you are too. And so you gotta understand what's going on within you and within them in order to kind of make it work, right? Yep. So, Margaret's got some really interesting stuff. We're gonna be delving into the deep end of the unconscious today. Right? right. Sometimes we talk about the surface level stuff. This is the deep end of the pool. What this do we call the, this, Margaret?
1: I want to talk about family systems therapy. And one of my, I like to quote you my sources. And this is one of my favorite people. This is Dr. Murray Bowen, mm-hmm. um, who is a psychiatrist, and he was big and did some of his best work between the 60s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. Why am I dragging up Dr. Bowen right now you may ask? Because I insist on getting you benefit of all the smartest people's thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Even though you may be tired of them, I insist on you having them. Okay? <laughs> and I was very impressed by Dr. Bowen's stuff when I was in school and I realized that I've carried a great deal of it with me. And one of my interests in autonomy comes from his thought. Um, And I want to talk to you a little bit about, he was one of several family therapists who were a big deal in the 80s and well into the 90s. And we were all supposed to make a switch from being individual therapists to being family therapists and everybody said that family therapy was going to fix everything from schizophrenia to alcoholism to domestic violence to child abuse and of course it didn't do all of those things it did do some of those things and now it has become a very useful tool in our repertoire but according to dr bowen's thinking we are all part of a family whether we know them see them or even if they're alive or not we're still in some way organically connected to them that's right right Okay. and um, family systems therapy as it suggests talks about systems and how they work together and some of the original thought was that like a family is a living thing kind of like an amoeba and if you poke an amoeba over here it can have an action over there that's right okay so if I'm related to Craig and I'm in a bad mood today um, and it's about some common topic of anxiety in the family I can ruin his day too without hardly trying. Yep. Okay? And Uh, these are the things that are going on with your partner all the time. Right, And that's why I'm saying to you, remember there are hidden reasons why this person might not be free to marry you because there are all sorts of things going on that we may not see. That's right. All right? And that's what I'm telling you. But the most famous intervention of um, family systems therapy is the family that comes in and they say, Everything is okay in our lives except Johnny. Johnny is the bad seed. We do not know where he came from. He's just a terrible person. He's violent and he's fresh and he talks back and he's out walking the streets and we know he's going to be a juvenile delinquent and then he's going to graduate into the children's system and he's going to poison the younger children and we need you to take him out of our house and put him in group care where it'll be worse than military school. Okay? This child, we have now learned over 30 years of doing all this, this child is now referred to as the identified patient. And what that means is a family that's struggling has come in to see us, but the form that their problem is taking is in identifying this child as the patient. And inevitably what you find out after you do an assessment and you start to work with the family is that Usually the parents are very distant from each other and the only thing they can agree upon is how bad Johnny is and the only thing they can work together on is getting this terrible Johnny guy out of the house and actually he's holding, his bad behavior is holding the family together because it's keeping the parents having a common area to agree upon. Now, the next thing we learned from experience before we got it, got all this stuff, is that if you take Johnny out of the house, the next child in line escalates and starts to call the, cause the problem also to keep the family together. All right. So you I think need, a lot of people are
0: going to find this hard to believe.
1: They may. Um, and I found it hard to believe in the beginning. But if you go to any clinic and there are adolescents coming in, they will refer to the adolescent who is being brought in as the identified patient. Um, But what I'm saying is, if you take Johnny out of the house like they said, then, say Pete, becomes the next little juvenile delinquent. And it serves the same function. However, if you're smart enough and you pay close enough attention to what the family's really telling you, they will, in some way, be telling you that there's a there's a problem between the parents, and if you can get hold of that, then you can clearly help the family. Yeah. But the presenting problem is not always what it looks like. All right. Um, and this helped us to understand how to think this way. Yes, this must be very strange to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just sort of uh, out of the get-go. But, <laughs> Margaret has over thirty-five years of experience, <laughs> and this
0: is the stuff that she is just thinks about all the time. Yes,
1: I do. <laughs> and not only that, I think not only do I think about it, I think about how to explain it, and it gets hard. Um, but anyway, um, so if you're, let me tell you how it works. If you're working with a family, and all of a sudden something seems to have changed, and it's not clear to you. What hap- say somebody comes in with a marital difficulty, um, and they tell you the story, and it, it seems, of course, at first glance, like this is just between the parents. I always ask, is there anything going on in anybody's immediate family or extended family? Has anything changed anybody anybody pass away? Did anybody marry? Did anybody have a huge change? Move and, out, yeah, move, lose a yeah, job. move out, lose a job, absolutely. Any major issue, and almost always when there's no clear-cut precipitant in the immediate family, you're going to find it in the extended family. When I ask that kind of stuff, I know people look at me like I'm crazy, like what would that have to do about it? And what you find out, indeed, it did make it did make a difference. Mm-hmm. I was talking with someone this very week who was telling me that his girlfriend broke up with him and moved back with her family of origin. And I asked my usual question, did anything happen in her family? And lo and behold, the story is that the dysfunctional sister who had been living with the family for a couple of years and keeping the family together, moved out. And not three days later, this woman... Broke up with her boyfriend, move out, moved out of his house, and back into her own family. Wow. Okay. Now, in case you didn't believe me, uh, I'm not kidding you. And did she have any conscious idea why she did that? No. But the family put a special squeeze on her of We really need your help. I'm not doing well. Otherwise, your father isn't they would have fallen well. apart. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have fallen apart. And this case came up today, so I had one right at hand to tell you. All right, Um, so that's the kind of thinking that we're talking about. And Dr. Bowen would say all the same kinds of things that we say about attachment and and has said many of the same things about attachment. But what I'm trying to tell you is that when you're looking at going on, what's going on with your partner and your relationship, don't for a minute think that it's separated from either your family of origin or your partner's family of origin. I had another case in the last couple of weeks, a delightful woman who just recently obtained an MD, and she's all excited about that, but she's having difficulty with her relationship. And she is of a different race than the boyfriend, so she gave me the, the story of the relationship, and it really sounded quite healthy. And it was very healthy until the topic of grandchildren came up. And then suddenly the mixed racial issue Became an issue with his his parents, and he broke up with her. Okay, so you have to be aware that all these kinds of things. All right, nothing comes out of the nowhere into a here into the here. The family doesn't go into crisis all of a sudden one day for no reason. So always remember to look and be interested in your partner's family of origin, the more you know about them, the better your life is going to be, particularly if you plan to marry this person. Mm-hmm. And I've had people say, well, why am I going to pay attention to her dumb family? Because they could mean the difference between you having a happy adulthood and not. Okay? Yep. And you have to make sure that you and your partner can be on the same page. If you've got somebody now, th- this, this first woman I was telling you who moved back with her family, she has the ultimate needy family. They're not only needy emotionally, but they never have any money either. So They're going to suck you dry if you don't figure out how you're going to interact with them, how you're going to do boundaries, and how you're going to handle it. Now, you don't have to be mean to them, but you certainly have to be firm to them. You know, There are other families who, if they're not getting enough of your attention, feel that they might be abandoned. Um, will have a convenient crisis. All right? And the right kind of crisis can get everybody together. Um, and I had a very interesting family at one point, fairly early in my career, before I knew Dr. Bowen all this well. And this family. How do you he, remember that far back? I don't. Very <laughs> funny. Craig is just <laughs> making jokes because that was the year 1200 and we were all speaking in Latin. But in any case, this family I will never forget. Because they couldn't get together on holidays because they'd throw the roast at each other along with the baked potatoes. They just couldn't. They were too volatile. So every holiday, somebody would create a crisis and they'd all meet up for at least a few minutes at the hospital. Wow. And when I realized that, I thought, how sad you know um, and but I mean it. Man- everybody's gonna get cold turkey oh 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 yes that's exactly right that's what they all got yeah and that that might be the problem but in any case they all managed to be together the whole family because after all it's a holiday and you're all supposed to be together but the whole family would inevitably manage to show up Emily's um, do very strange things sometimes very strange things and you can't imagine what they they have a purpose for but there's a way of thinking about it that will quickly clear it up for you but remember everything that happens in a family probably has connections inevitably has connections to other parts of the family mm-hmm. and you know our ancestors are still very much alive and the things that they said and taught that come down to us yeah uh, and i can't tell you how many times I've asked, when I wasn't sure what the precipitant was, if there was anything going on in the extended family, there are very, very few times I've been told nothing. Very, very few. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, really, really crazy families um, who are absolutely in crisis. They're in real danger of falling apart. And what you'll often see from them is a constant series of crisis. Like, they have a crisis... Um, they recover from that one just slightly when they go to the next one. And sometimes it's the same person, sometimes it's different people. Because after all, if you're not getting any attention, what do you have to do in this family to get some attention? You have to have a crisis. And sometimes I can predict crises and people think I'm divinely inspired. No, I'm not. I just know what Dr. Bowman said. <laughs> but sometimes you can see them as a way of just bringing a family that's really scattered and not talking to each other back together. Okay? A really, really crazy family, if they can't manage to contain the craziness with the number of them they have, will do things like take in another family. And that way, you can divide the craziness and the anxiety two, three, or four more ways. Wow. Yeah. And I have seen that one repeatedly. Repeatedly. People will be going to take in another family, out of the goodness of their heart, of course. And I'm thinking to myself, it's not entirely out of the goodness of your heart, but you don't know that. I mean, because they're not doing this on purpose. And the next thing you know, they will have invited into their home yet another dysfunctional family. And then, of course, it escalates even further. Okay, So there's systems happening out there. If this is a turn-off for you, let us know, and I'll go on to my next subject. But if you're interested, let me know, and I will try and explain a little further and a little more.
0: I think it's helpful for them to know whether they want to think that these are reasons going on in their situation or not. Or not. You might want to watch a video a few times before you answer that question and really try and understand what Margaret is saying is, you know, we like to explore and educate you guys yep. as much as possible. And even if this isn't going on in your relationship right now, or wait, breakup, you wait. might have a friend that is.
1: But let me tell you another, just another interesting piece of information. Dr. Bowen himself was at Georgetown University for years and published, I think there's even a Georgetown University Press. And he published for years and years and he did all kinds of cool things. But he, I heard him speak a couple of times, which was not easy because he had emphysema and a heavy, heavy Tennessee Hills accent, which he would tell you in a minute. Um, But he was fascinating to listen to, of course. And he maintained that he had to come up with a family theory because he lived in a family who owned a department store, and everybody worked in the department store, so you never, ever got away. So if you wanted to survive, you had to figure out how all this works. All right. And that's what I have to say. So, you got
0: to understand there are a lot of things that could be possibly yes. affecting your situation. Yes. People that you had no idea, a mother, a mother-in-law, a a a, a sick ch-
1: child. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And how many how many people have I ca- had calling me? It was a very definitely a pattern for a while, where I had women who were breaking up with men whom they had kind of taken care of, and one of the things I found out after a while was that each of them had come from a situation where they had a majorly ill sibling somebody who was born with a, a bad birth defect or something like that and so they had learned to be caretakers and were overtaking care of these poor guys who were felt smothered wow so all kinds of things happen and You know, I hear lots of people say, well, that's none of my business. I don't ask any questions. It could be your business if you plan to make a future with this person. Ask all the nosy questions you can think of.
0: And that's exactly why you want to do a Skype with Margaret. (laughs) Because you're not going to see this kind of experience when it comes to breakups. (laughs) Margaret, I mean, outstanding stuff that most people will never even scratch the surface of what she's teaching you today. Like I said, this is the deep end of the pool. And some of you guys may be like, oh, this isn't what I want to talk about or hear about. Or hear about.
1: This woman's
0: nuts. <laughs> she's a lot more brilliant than you realize. And her experience and dealing with this for many, many years has taught her this, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. and. Uh, Dr. Bowen and some of the other of the best family therapists had learned a lot of their stuff working at juvenile detention facilities Mm -hmm. um, where the families would come in to visit and they would see some of the craziness play out in front of them. Okay? Wow. So, and that's what I have to say.
0: (laughs) All right. So, I hope you guys found this one helpful and something to think about. So make sure you put a like on the video for Margaret using her experience to teach you guys on this one. Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I am available for email coaching
1: and Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. And for any obscure theory you'd like to know more about. (laughs) Yes, I am available and I'm delighted with the number of people who are signing up.
0: Just click on Margaret on the top of my website to sign up with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.